This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Hello, and welcome to Flourish with me, Tiffany Boyd. This is a podcast where we explore what it means to live with intention. I'm a mom to three beautiful boys, a wife, a friend, an entrepreneur, and so many other things. When my dad passed, I made a commitment to myself to live with intention. For years afterwards, I struggled with discovering what that meant. I felt uncomfortable giving myself permission or even figuring out how to honor that. What I do know and believe is that where attention goes, energy flows. This show will explore what it means to live with intention, seek to inspire you, and bring practical tools through stories and interviews that you can use to change your own life. Thank you for joining me and this wonderful community of women as we raise our vibration, honor ourselves, and live intentionally. podcast, a podcast where I explore what it means to live with intention. I hope everybody is enjoying a beautiful and restful and peaceful time with their families and loved ones, and I hope everyone has had an opportunity to take some time for themselves and to slow down and settle in and do some reflection. For me, December is always a period of time of slowing down and I find my natural rhythms have me feeling just honestly all around slower just with the season. It's colder. I move slower. I want to sleep more. I'm ready for bed earlier. I want to sleep later. And it's just one of those things that seems to happen and I've learned to invite that in and embrace that. There was a period of time in my life and still, honestly, it comes up where I resisted it because I am somebody who is a chronic doer and so to be sometimes is very challenging for me. And so I have shifted the narrative around that for myself in my head around the constructive work of just being and reflecting I apologize. You're going to hear what sounds like demonic sounds possibly in the background. I don't know if the mic will pick it up, but my dogs are are fighting and they're fine. <laughs> it's just what they do at night after the boys go to bed. So it's been, it's been a hot minute since I've been on here. At the beginning of December, I recorded a podcast and then I've taken a few weeks break to just spend this time reflecting and doing and incubating. And I have been working with Emily from Emily and Her Stars on a challenge that we are launching in just a week's time. It is a 31-day manifest with the stars challenge, which will run for the full duration of January. And we are going to combine astrology and manifestation to teach you how to connect with some of the broader cosmic energies and apply the concepts of manifestations and the teachings and the introspection 
to work to start to integrate a practice of manifestation into your own life. It is going to be incredibly transformative. I have been working, as has Emily, on the content. And in that process, it has allowed me to reflect on just the concept of manifestation and where it's shown up in my life in conscious and in unconscious ways. And I've been going back through a lot of my material and the teachings and the reference books and all of the stuff that has supported me to build my own practice and understanding of the concept over the course of the last month. And I've been enjoying it so much, I can't even begin to tell you. It's actually been, if nothing else, incredibly helpful for me to renew and revitalize my own practice and connect with some of those basic principles again and to do some of that reflection and introspection looking at things and understanding why they're showing up the way they are in my life or why they're not for that matter and there's just so much juicy stuff and so many so many lessons and learnings that if people just knew, I keep reflecting, if people just knew how simple it is or how if they just tweaked this one thing, what a difference it would make for them. I'm getting pretty jazzed. You can hear it in my voice. I'm really, really excited. It's going to be amazing. And if you do the work for the 31 days, there is no doubt in my mind that you will absolutely be manifesting already by the end of the month. So I thought that it might be kind of fun because I've been doing all this reflection work as I've been preparing for this course or for this challenge to share a couple of stories where I've manifested simple and bigger things in my life. And one that came to mind was something that happened just recently this fall. And this past summer, so my, I'll back up. So, um, For those of you that listen from all different places in the world, I live in Northern Canada in a fairly remote location, so um, Northwest Canada next to Alaska, above north of 60. So it's cold here often. Uh, We choose to live here for many reasons. Part of it is our, our proximity to nature and connection with the land and among other things. So being outside and being connected to nature is very much a part of who I am and my personal code. And my husband has always been a hunter. And I have to say that the concept of hunting and even eating meat has been something that I have gone back and forth with and kind of done my own internal ethical, um, I guess, debate on. In high school, I was a vegetarian and uh, no one else in my family was, but I was. And it, I actually felt great eating that way. And it wasn't until university when my iron became critically low that I had to reintegrate meat. And my challenge with consuming meat has always been related to my love of animals and my feeling that I didn't necessarily need it. Um, And I also didn't feel good about the way that we source our meat, the way we treat the animals in conventional farming, and even the quality of the nutrition that comes from the meat. Um, And so my husband is a hunter, and I wanted to remain 
open-minded to what that meant. And especially as we had kids thinking about how we wanted to feed and nourish them, being somebody who is a nutrition and health nut, um, it's something I spent a lot of time thinking about. And so with an open mind, I was, I had the benefit of being able to learn a lot about what it meant to hunt and hunt ethically. And, um, it's very different, of course, than what it is when you're getting meat from the grocery store. And this is not a judgment on anyone. I also purchase meat at the grocery store. Um, and we also have the opportunity and access and skill and all of the things that allow us to hunt. So please let me preface this with saying that there is zero judgment attached to any of the things that I'm sharing But when he goes out and he hunts, there is a lot of energy and time and thoughtfulness and connection to the animal and to the effort. And we endeavor to use every part of the animal and we're still learning. For example, we'd like to learn how to tan hides next and a single animal will feed our family for the better part of a year. And the nutrition and the value from that animal far exceeds anything that we would get Uh, from a grocery store, just of course, an an animal living off the land as it should. And it's lived a full and complete life uh, in the way it's the best life possible. And it is killed as humanely as possible. And what I'll say is that I expected that um, hunters, and I can only speak to the ones that I know, I know that like anything, everybody's on a spectrum, but I expected that Hunters naturally wouldn't necessarily connect or feel bad about killing the animal, but what I've learned is that's not necessarily the case. That in fact, there is, you know, like anything, a complex array of feelings which are not necessarily mutually exclusive, although sometimes we consider them that way. You know, certainly a sense of satisfaction and accomplishment for successfully getting an animal for the family, for the freezer, but also, you know, a deep sadness and a connection and a sense of gratitude for the animal that gave its life. And that helped me connect a little bit more. And I have personally not been able to remove meat and remain healthy. So for me, this is the best way for us to get our meat as much as possible. And coming back to this summer, I decided that This is something that I wanted to participate and connect with, knowing that if and when I am successful in a hunt, that it will be tremendously challenging for me to see an animal give its life. And I also think it's tremendously important then because it's really easy to blindly eat the meat that's supplied on my plate and not connect the bigger picture of where it came from. So this was a a growth and an opportunity to connect and to mindfully choose and be a part of the process and just understand what it meant and to expand my own gratitude around the the food that we're bringing to our family. But of course, being me, <laughs> I wanted to start sheep hunting, which, and you know, I am not going to profess to be an expert in anything hunting uh, because I'm just not. And if you know me and you're listening, you know this, but sheep hunting is one of the most, probably the most challenging or more challenging forms of hunting because you're literally climbing up mountains 
to get to the sheep, (laughs) the highly elusive rams. And I love climbing mountains. That's where I am absolutely my happiest. If I am climbing up a mountain, that's where you will find me in my highest vibe. I love it. I love it so much. And the connection to that, the work it would take. But more than that, I wanted to do a female sheep hunt. And so I told Brian that Brian's my husband. I'm going to go sheep hunting this summer with, with women. And he has learned that usually when I say things, no matter how crazy, and there are lots of crazy things that I say, that he just kind of goes with it. Some of them will come to be, some will not. And he's like, are you sure? Are you prepared? Of course, I'll support you, but you know, how are you going to make this happen? And so I was trying and I just, I really wanted it. I really wanted it, and I decided it was something that I was going to exert some energy to try to manifest, and so I went through the phases, and this is a simple thing. It's, you know, there's not a lot of emotional attachment connected to the success or not, Um, and to some extent, a somewhat superficial thing, you might say, but so I set a very clear intention that I wanted to go sheep hunting with women. And I worked on, you know, integrating and embracing what it would feel like. I created the narrative, the story, and I felt into how it would feel if it was already happening. So step two of the manifestation process. And then I took aligned action. Uh, Some of you may have received phone calls from me asking if you wanted to go on a sheep hunt. And nothing was really translating. And we were at the school my kids school for the fall harvest and I ran into a girlfriend of mine who I haven't seen for a while uh, whose kids also go to the school and we were chatting and she says to me out of the blue yeah you know I really wanted to go sheep hunting I've got a tag which means that she was drawn for a zone where you require a permit because they control the number of hunters that can go in for sheep and usually those are better zones to hunt in she's like I've got this tag and I ha- we've gone once, we didn't get anything, I really want to go back, but I don't have anyone to go with. And I was like, I'll go with you. She's like, really? I'm like, yes, let's do it. And the tag ended up being on the lake that my family's cabin is on. So to me, the nostalgia factor of going hunting for the first time on the land near where I grew up was incredible. Like it just kept getting better. And so it was the next week and she's like, are you serious? Are you sure? And I'm like, 100%. I'm in. Let's do this. I left on cloud nine. I don't know that she believed me because (laughs) it's not often that someone just is like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. We'll figure it out. We'll get down the lake. We'll get up the mountain. We're going next week. I'm in. And it's, by the way, also like getting below zero at nighttime. Um, And so the other piece here is that I needed to get the time off work and I was in my final month of work before I um, transitioned full-time into Flourish and it was busy. So, you know, everything just kind of lined up. It was all good. Uh, A project that needed to happen got moved to the next week and I was free and clear to take the time. And so we were going to drive, stay overnight at my cabin, launch the boat, head down the lake park the boat, and hike up the mountain to the zone. And that all sounds well and good, but it's 
there's a lot of logistical challenges involved and parking the boat on the side of the lake is one thing, but when you actually see the mountains and you see the distance from the shore to actually the tip of the mountain, which then you need to crest and go over, it's not a little hike, especially when you're carrying about 50 pounds at least of gear. But I was still like, I will, my enthusiasm will carry me as far as I need to go. Uh, and I knew that I was mentally prepared, but also prepared to know that I didn't really know entirely what I was getting into, but willing. And so anyway, then I get a call, I think a day before we're about to leave, maybe the night before. And my friend says, you know what? My dad thinks we should just fly in. And there's a little lake on the other side of the mountain So just across, like if you go up the mountain, we were going to climb up down the other end is a little lake that a float plane can land in. So what do you think? Would you be okay flying in? And I just thought this couldn't get any better. Flying in a float plane to a tiny little lake, like it just was amazing. I can't even express. So obviously my answer was yes. And so we were flown in to this little lake that is absolutely stunning and we had this beautiful base camp so that we could hit the mountain ranges in different directions in search of sheep and we didn't end up um, getting a sheep but the experience I cannot express to you of being completely on the land with nothing more to do than to hike and to spend time glassing and scanning the horizon, looking for wildlife. Our first hike, we went up uh, one mountain range, which allowed us to look down at another lake and a further mountain range where there were sheep. We saw a beautiful black bear coming down in the distance and just the scenery, I can't even express to you how stunning it was. And There are very few moments in life when you just, your only job is to sit and you're fulfilling your purpose and to sit in such beauty with the satisfaction of a climb and that connection to the earth. Like I just can't even express how wonderful it was with a good friend and chatting and we hiked down and we camped and the next morning we went up the other side and I could look down the lake and see where my cabin was in the far distance and get a completely different perspective of this lake that I've been growing up, boating down and spending time on my entire life, I had a brand new perspective of it from a different angle atop a different mountain. And again, spent the day just being, enjoying boiling some water and enjoying a hot drink and scanning, looking through the binoculars. And the next day, we spent cranberry picking the most amazing cranberries and had a beautiful bull moose come right into camp twice. I mean, the only thing that went even remotely wrong was that my thermorest had a hole, so I slept on the ground for four nights. Um, but even that, I mean, I was warm and reasonably comfortable, and I set it out, the intention so clearly I knew exactly how I wanted to feel and how I would feel, and I just did the work of setting intention, setting intention, integrating, embracing, and taking aligned action. And I didn't get stuck. I didn't get stuck holding on to trying to push. That's the big thing. 
I, for some reason in this process was very capable of allowing and it came to me. It literally came to me and just kept getting better and better and better. And it was an incredible transformative experience. Um, I mentioned, so this next one is just, uh, it's just silly and it's relatively superficial, but I'm just trying to give examples of how we can manifest things and we don't even realize the power that we have. So this next, next example, I have forever been trying to grow my effing hair, probably 10 years. And I remember somebody once said to me, how do you keep your hair that exact length all the time? You must cut it really often. I'm like, actually, I've been growing it for years. It's just not getting longer. I swear it would just hit a certain height and fall out, and it was driving me crazy. And being the chronic doer, overachiever, top A, or type A personality, I just kept doing more things to try to make it better and grow. And the fact that it wasn't growing made me want it to grow really long, and I just got really stuck in reinforcing, basically, the fact that it wasn't growing, that it couldn't grow, all of the things that actually were preventing it from growing. And eventually I decided that I was approaching it all wrong. And this is a great metaphor for many things. I think of this in the context of people that are trying to lose weight or create a healthier lifestyle or to feel more healthy and vibrant or, you know, any of those things that we try to do so hard that it's actually the holding on and the forcing that's preventing the thing from manifesting. Because the truth about manifestation and life and energy is you cannot force anything. It's like trying to force a toddler to clean up. You can't force them. They are their own person and they're in their own body and they control their movement and they have their own will, but you can create an environment where it's really easy for them to allow them to do that, to create an environment of yes. And this is the same of manifestation. And so I needed to release. I needed to just allow. I needed to change my narrative and reprogram and reprogram my mistaken beliefs around my hair doesn't grow. And so at first for me, because I had reinforced the reality and my lived truth and experience that it didn't grow, I had to work at believing that it could grow. I had to practice and exercise that belief. I had to pretend like it had and how it would feel and what it would look like and do all of that work. And the interesting thing is in that experience of reprogramming, and we'll talk more about how you actually do the reprogramming and the unblocking work in the 31 day challenge. I stopped caring that it wasn't growing. And then I stopped kind of thinking about it. And really what was happening there is I was just allowing. And interestingly, it just kept growing and growing like six inches, three inches between cuts. Like, and I just, and then I cut it short. That's the irony is once it grew, then I cut it short. Um, so yeah, that that's the choice. And I think that's just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, but those are just a couple simple examples of things that I've manifested this last year consciously 
We are constantly manifesting though. We are constantly sending out energetic messages. We are vibrating at a certain frequency. Every thought, every word, every emotion, every belief is sending out an energetic vibration into the world that's communicating. And the law of attraction being that like attracts like. What you put out there, that predominant energy that you put out, you will receive back. And so in the case of my hair, believing that it didn't grow, feeling upset that it wasn't growing, I was attracting, being more upset that it wouldn't grow, having it not grow more. In fact, it was like breaking off. Um, And so that is, we'll talk a little bit, like that's a little bit of the law of karma communicating. We'll talk more about how karma is actually a wonderful communicator to give us insight into what it is that we're projecting out because sometimes the energy that we're projecting is so subconscious, we're not even aware that we need things and tools to help understand and decode and dig in so that we can do that reprogramming or just unprogramming for lack of a better term. But yes, these are just a couple of examples, but we are constantly manifesting all of the time And the key here is that it's a choice. You're incredibly powerful. You're all doing it. Every one of you right now, every single moment you are manifesting. And so learning how to cultivate that manifestation into a conscious, intentional choice around how and what you want to live, how you want to live, what you want in your life, what you want your experiences to be allows you to take being intentional and translating it into reality. And that is one of the greatest gifts and sometimes one of the greatest wasted opportunities when we are not seizing that opportunity. So I wanted to share this this week ahead of next week. If you haven't already, please visit uh, flourishinglately.com slash shop and you'll see the manifest with the stars um, button. It is literally only $123 because we just wanted to get as many people as possible experiencing this because everybody should know how to do this. And honestly, if we all did and we all used it for the better, just I think about the impact that would have in creating more peace and freedom and abundance for everybody. So please do check it out. Join us. There is going to be uh, 31 days daily astrology from Emily, which is incredible to know what the astrological forecast is every day. So you can understand how your energy is affected and how you can work with and leverage that energy to work with it and to create more opportunity and potential and or understand when something is outside of you and you don't need to take it in because it's something else is such a gift. Um, So there's the astrology. There is a 31-day meditation challenge built into this and this is very intentional. It is about creating a practice. It is about creating a healthy habit and it is about support to uh, support to facilitate the integration of all of this work 
that mindfulness, that reprogramming and the assimilation of the teaching that we're going to do. And frankly, when you want to manifest adding meditation or a meditative practice, that could be journaling, it could be, you know, walking in nature and we'll get into this. But in this challenge, we're also going to ask that you meditate daily and we're going to build the practice from one minute on January 1st to 31 minutes on January 31st with accountability and check-in each day. Each week, you will get a detailed workbook with some theory, some journaling prompts, and some activities that will bring you through the entire process of manifestation from intention setting to aligned action. And we're going deep into the theory. And in week one, we are also going to be teaching you how to identify your personal code. And your personal code is your core energetic essence. There's a three to five things that define who you are as your highest potential in terms of where your greatest interest is, where you get your greatest fulfillment and your greatest joy. And that will allow you to help to sort and prioritize your intentions and where you want to spend your energy and where you don't want to spend your energy so that you can be very intentional about being intentional. So that's, that's, that's just part of week one. Um, we're going to be teaching you different techniques about how to actually feel and see what you're trying to manifest within your field, uh, how to assimilate it, understanding vibrational frequency, the vibrational emotional frequency chart, how to work with it. There's going to be so many tools, so many resources and teaching from different angles, including the metaphysics, the science, the psychology, the neuro, um, the neuroplasticity, because all of us understand it somewhat differently and it's going to click differently for different people. So we're approaching it from all angles and I am just so excited and I, um, I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, in addition, sorry, the last thing is there will be weekly live teachings to expand on the work that you'll be receiving in the workbooks and connection, support and community and accountability in the Facebook group. So please check it out. Please join us. We have, um, we, as in me and the company flourish, um, have a lot of great guests coming up. So please stay tuned. I'm excited to begin to share some more guests on the podcast. And if there's something that you are particularly interested in, please reach out directly at flourishinglately at gmail.com and let me know what topic you're interested in because we are starting to book people. Um, and of course, knowing what you'd like to hear more of is very helpful. So happy new year, everyone. We hope to see you in the challenge as always. I hope you're flourishing lately. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine.